Hello and welcome back to Fort Theatre's podcast. Uh, we are here in the rehearsal room or at the Drayton Arms. Uh, we are rehearsing Motherlogs and here is the cast. Hello. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I wasn't even rehearsed. So the cast is... Hello, I'm Claris. I am 25. I have no kids. It's <laughs> me. <laughs> I'm Ina. I am freshly 32. And I have no kids. Well, I've got some fur babies, but no human ones. <laughs> uh, and it's Lauren again, uh, as I'm sure you're aware. One of the fort ladies. Uh, I am now 30 uh, and I am child free. Uh, hi, I'm Marie. I'm 37 and I am not child free. I have a six year old fur baby. No, <laughs> he, he has a bit of fur, but he's human, he's human. <laughs> Hello, I'm Jill. I'm 66. I have two adult children of 29 and 33, and my mother is deceased. So, first question up for you ladies. Uh, firstly, thank you very much for joining the cast of, uh, of Mother Logs. Uh, but what was it that intrigued you um, initially about the project. Uh, let's go to the, we've got new ladies, so Karis and Jill haven't done the project before, um, so maybe this is more of a, a question for you. Well, um, motherhood is such a an eternal topic, and I think that's what kind of caught my eye about it, and it's, it's not really um, an issue that's addressed on its own ever, it's always as part of a, a wider narrative, and it's kind of almost taken as a given, so I think it's really interesting to put it at the centre of something and to explore it because it's it's really a never-ending topic Hmm. Hmm. and as I'm at the sort of end of my mothering if you like because they are now adults you're never at the end (laughs) (laughs) but that that's one of the reasons why I'm interested particularly and uh, I was introduced to Lauren through um, someone I trust, so I thought it would be very interesting. Oh, what a <laughs> um, yeah. There's so many thoughts about one's own mother, and if I have become like her, I'm... it's a subject one should really think about, um, and possibility of being a granny at some point, you know. And Ina, what about, so this is your second time? It's been really interesting doing it a second time. I think the first time, one of my big uh, things that drew me was being a married female in my early 30s, you get asked a lot about when you're planning on having kids. And you're obviously surrounded by a lot of people as well who are having kids, people who have chosen not to. So it's one of those topics of conversation that come up quite quickly. Um, so it's definitely something interesting to talk about. And then also, I think more in this um, manifestation of it, it's looking into the idea of also being a daughter and, and having a mother. And I think the fact that all of us have that in common, you know, whether even if you're a man, you have a mom. Um, and so it's something that really connects the human condition. What about you? Yeah, for me, um, doing this the second time, it's really about the fact that I was absolutely overwhelmed the first time, but uh, with the feeling of we'd barely scratched the surface of so many things that surround having come from a womb and having, you know, got wombs uh, and yeah I, I found it absolutely fascinating the reaction of the audience um you know from everyone uh, blokes girls women grands everyone in the audience was um something was relevant to them because at the end of the day we're all humans and and exploring that relationship 
particularly thinking of it as a mum now, myself, um, and how that has influenced um, how I have now looked at my relationship with my mum, now I've become a mum, and just having an opportunity to share and talk to other women about things like that is just um, invaluable. Mm, mm. I think what's brilliant the second time around is that obviously we've got quite a stretch of ages as well which is something we didn't really achieve the first time around so it's nice to be able to have obviously from pointing which obviously the podcast can't see um but having someone who is as young and beautiful as Caris at 25 um and who is lovely and beautiful at 66 but the it's fantastic to be able to know the two differences in the um having that that stretch of experiences as well and also what um not just our time on on the, in that gap of years but also the, the time that the world's developed around us as well like we've had conversations obviously your um children Jill were born in the 80s and how mm. different that experience was to Marie's experience <laughs> not in the 80s mm-hmm. um six years ago so the those differences as well have been really fascinating mm. to kind of uncover this mm. time around which is um which is brilliant. It's been really wonderful listening to uh, all the stories um, and real life experiences from the other people in the cast to be privileged to hear, you know, some intimate secrets that may not end up in the show. But um, in the process, we've learned a lot about each other in a very, very short time. And it's a, a real trust exercise, really. Yeah, but there is there is that huge sort of leap of faith, which I appreciate we've asked you to do. And also from all the what's also different this time around is going out and um, having spent the last few months going out onto the, the interwebs and getting women that we don't know, that we won't ever meet, um, donate their stories as well um, via, the, via the email. So it's... Um, it's brilliant as well to to have their trust and and um, that they trust us to tell their stories on their behalf without it really being yeah without them being here, which is crazy, isn't mm. it? Mm. <laughs> There's a lot of stories from America. Um, it highlights the universe. Yeah, and and then it kind of they were willing to to put those stories sure. forward. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this the focus this time around as well has been like you said, Ina, more on. Not, not the expectation of being a mum, but but the actual your relationship with your mum, because a lot of those stories that we had from other women were women that had lost their mums as well, which mm. I think is quite um, very sad and very poignant, mm. and something that we did touch on briefly in the last show. But that definitely has been our launch pad because that's been a lot. Mm. I think it's been a, a grieving process almost for a lot mm. of a lot of women. Yeah, and and also that idea of passing on the baton through generations of hurts and happiness. And seeing how that changes from generation to generation and whether it skips generation or, you know, talking about grandparents has been fascinating for me the past few days, um, having not had a relationship with my grandparents. So, um, but hearing about where our grandparents came from, where they were at, and that direct influence on our parents, and then our parents' direct influence on us, and what are we doing that, to influence our children or our future children it's it's quite scary, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the responsibility, so it's best not to think about it too much. Yeah, that linear linear process of of what gets passed mm. down and what doesn't, and that we all have our grandmothers and our great grandmothers, and even if you met them or not, they're still there as part mm. of your makeup, mm-hmm. um, genetically or psychologically, <laughs> um, mm. still very much 
with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so today is Wednesday. Mm -hmm. uh, we all met officially for the first time on Monday. Mm -hmm. uh, so in three days, how uh, how do you think it's going? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's gotten a lot deeper and a lot quicker than it did. It's been really fascinating. I, I totally agree that it's because of what you spoke about and that in terms of the first incarnation of the show, most of the people were in their 20s to early 30s and, the, and only one of us, of the five of us, was a mother. So it was very much about the societal pressures of having children, not having children, not having met the man yet, what do you do, you know, all that kind of stuff around being pregnant. And so, yeah, it's been fascinating how deep everything has kind of delved off with this group and how much it changes with the people we're with. Yeah, the dynamic shifts. Yeah. I think I've been able to bring um, or, or, or be the person who they can all vent their, their anger on with being a mother, the, the things that their mothers have not actually done. We had a proper mother bear here, so we all just... <laughs> yeah, so and also, does it matter really what age you are or you get to, your mum is still, um, you, you just treat her very differently to mm. how you would treat... Um, another woman the same mm. age as her um, you know my eyes roll at things that my mum says but if anyone else or my friend's mum or anyone I've worked with would say anything like that I it wouldn't it wouldn't bother me at all I'd find it quite you know accessible mm. and, and wonderful mm. um, yeah it's, it's getting that that also child chip off your shoulder as well yeah reverting back to being 16 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah an equal yeah an equal yeah
which I didn't feel so much the first time, and I don't know why, maybe because I've experienced it now and performed the, the show, I feel a very much more conscious and responsible for the audience as well um, and the journey which we take them on because I guess that maybe that's the nature of this kind of verbatim work is that you are, do want to represent real people and real issues but also you want it to strike a chord with the audience as well and not alienate anyone or make them feel like we're doing exactly the opposite of what we want to do by you know um, placing judgment on, on times of life and society. Or preaching any political agenda. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I felt more aware of that this time, I think. I think because it's very real, isn't it, when you're you're doing it and presenting your own work. It's it's more vulnerable. You're more vulnerable. And would you say as well, because obviously with it being fringe theatre, mm. there will be members of the audience that you know very mm-hmm. intimately. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And they will be your best friends and your family. But also having yes. that awareness, yeah. trying not to self-censor, but also having that awareness that you've got that friend coming, you had that thing happen. Yeah. Who, you That's know, right. we should mm-hmm. we should maybe mention that, or maybe we shouldn't mention mm-hmm. that because actually, will that upset her? Will she have a horrible night? <laughs> it's quite that's yeah. quite difficult to kind of leave that baggage at the mm-hmm. door. Maybe it's just because I know my mum's coming this time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe that's it. <laughs> I guess know how much I can reveal about my. That's interesting. Yeah, mm. yeah. My cat won't mind that much. <laughs> <but> <laughs> it's corporate <laughs> signed a release yeah. waiver. Don't worry. Yeah, you don't have any lawsuits. How, in terms of obviously the process of rehearsal, is a very strange and alien way to work as a as a performer. Have you in, enjoyed it so far? Would you say it's something that I mean, what, what is what's what have been the highlights? I guess as the uh, in terms of the process. I think one of the amazing things is seeing that there's a writer in everyone. Um, having this be the second cast that I've done this with, and, and there's never been a dud. You know, there's never been someone that they start writing and you're like, mm, maybe not you. <laughs> we'll you just tell us, yeah. Just tell us what you want to say and we'll do it for you. Like that hasn't happened. And I think for me, that's really taught me the idea that we, we really do all have something to say. And whenever speak, people speak from their heart and from a place of, um, absolute genuine experience experience and emotion it's beautiful and oftentimes we'll spend 10 minutes writing and we won't even spend time editing it before we read it to each other and actually that is where you really see the truth and it was was quite interesting when we did start looking at some outside material to bring in especially things that are from plays and suddenly seeing the difference in the nature of the language that you know is written for a play and that which is written by someone who it is first life ex- experience and yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so i've really found yeah yeah it's striking isn't it as someone Definitely. new to the the yeah. industry fresh off the <laughs> drama school boat fresh meat <laughs> <laughs> yeah well the thing is um i think coming from ireland in a way my dad did his degree as well before going to drama school this is, I've really enjoyed this because I've, I've made quite a lot of work in the past in a more divisive kind of way. And I've done a lot of writing as well. So for me, I love this because I really enjoy having a, a creative hand in a project. Um, and that's what kind of makes me tick most, I think. Mm, mm. If, I, if I, you know, I love acting to bits, but if I'm, if I'm in a play where I don't have much creative choice or input, I, I, it feels a bit frustrating. So... Something like this is great, especially when it's about a topic that I'm, I really, I'm really fascinated in. It's been nice to work together as a group and all, all input. 
Mm. Mm. It's been lovely. And I think it's probably awoken in me some dormant skills that have always slightly been there throughout my life, but I haven't really developed um, as much as I should have done. But uh, it's given me the opportunity to at least have a go at that and to revisit some things I did in the past. So, mm. yes, it's been very rewarding indeed. Mm. Will you carry on? I think you'll stop keeping a diary or something. <laughs> I make no promises. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, ah. <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. Yeah. Um, and what? Uh, what's next for everybody? Has anyone got anything else going on next time? A horrible question to ask. I'm not sure. I am writing something else. Yeah. yeah. Who knows when you'll get to see it? <laughs> but actually, it's slightly connected because it's about sexual assault and um, and women's bodies. So mm. yeah, I'll. I'll get back to you on that one, yeah. but um, slightly separate conversation, but some overlaps, which has been interesting. A huge amount of overlaps, mm. actually, yeah. Body image is, is for up. the second time, actually. We had to park this conversation the last time we did it mm. as well, if you remember, but there are so many um, That's moments of, yeah. of, of a woman uh, on viewing her own body mm. in the way that their mother also does. Absolutely. And, and, and just what gets passed down. And societal pressure on young girls and all sorts of things that have been touched on here too. And yeah, it's, it's encouraging actually to see mm. these things come up again and again because it tells you, well, it must, you know, it's relevant and it needs to be talked it's about. It's a universal chat. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm. Uh, well, that was a short and sweet podcast then from um, here at the Drayton Arms. Uh, so you can catch Motherlogs. Uh, this coming Sunday, which is the 14th of May. We're also here on Monday on the 15th of May. It's the Drayton Arms Theatre on Old Brompton Road, 8pm. Tickets are only £10 if you order them online. Otherwise, we will charge you the earth when you arrive on the door. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You'll have to pay for the entire theatre that's not full when you get here. Um, but if you also uh, order online for the Drayton Arms, you can get 10% off a bottle of wine whoop, whoop, and 25% off food. Um, so it's well worth doing booking online, uh, saving money all round. Uh, so, and then when we're done here at the Drake Islands, we will be packing up very quickly um, and having a swift half downstairs in the bar before getting an early night to wake up nice and early to head to Brighton. We're going to the Brighton Fringe, 16th and 17th of May. Uh, we will be performing at the Theatre Box at the Warren, which is the little uh, pop-up space behind St Peter's Church, if you know Brighton very well. Uh, tickets are also only £10. Uh, the show is at 8.30. It's only an hour. We'll all be in the bar by half nine. So uh, we will uh, see you there. Thanks very much. All our ticket information can be found on our website uh, under upcoming shows. Thanks very much for listening. Goodbye for now. Bye. 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 <laughs>